subtle skills, big results. Welcome to the Ninja Selling Podcast. Welcome back to the Ninja Selling Podcast. Matt and Garrett are back with you again. We're excited to be here with you. As always, we've got a great topic. As we go through our time with you today, if you want to know more about what we're talking about, please go check out ninjaselling.com. There you can find out all of our events and information of where this came from, what we're all about. You can also go pick up Larry Kendall's book, Ninja Selling. Highly recommend it. It'll give you a great foundation of what Ninja Selling is all about. And if you're ready to kick Ninja into high gear and you want to take it to a different level with somebody who you trust in your world that'll make it all right with you, uh, we have Ninja Coaching. And we've got 30 Ninja Coaches ready to go. And uh, they're all amazing people from all over the United States, different marketplaces. And uh, they are highly trained in Ninja and highly trained in real estate. And uh, yeah, we'd love to be able to help you out with that. With that being said, Matt, oh, we have our Facebook group. Please go check out our Facebook group. If you haven't been on that, about 13,000 people on there, like-minded individuals like yourself that like listening to podcasts and learning from other ninjas around the United States. Oh, Matt, it's good to see you, man. Oh, man. <laughs> That's getting longer and longer, that intro. <laughs> it is. I think we just need to like, yeah, we need to short it at some point. We will. All right. Good to see you too, buddy. So we have a great topic today. Let's jump right in. We do. Let's do it. You brought up this topic and it really kind of goes along the lines of a lot of people are running their business like, hi, welcome to ABC Realty. May I take your order? And that can lead down some interesting paths when you're just order taking yep. and you're not doing the things. And so you brought this topic up, Garrett, and I'm excited to to dive into it and pick it apart. Well, and the reason this topic came up for me, Matt, is that I was talking with a couple actually one of my coaches and talking and I recently you know have done some real estate and kind of looked at like hey what like what is kind of happening out here right now and with this actual order taking or whatnot I think we can very easily get into a place coming out of covid especially because things were moving so fast and things were so quick that you really didn't get a chance to sit down with somebody and say, let's come up with a full game plan of how we're going to get you from point A to point B, seller or buyer, both sides of it. And it's easy sometimes, especially when the marketplace is where it's at right now, that things are shifting a little bit. You might have noticed it out there. It's a little bit different. You might have noticed some people in your office are not putting together deals the way that they were a couple of years ago. And you might find that yourself may be running into that. Which leads us to sometimes when the deal gets in front of us, we are so careful about wanting to like lose the deal because we got one. We got one in front of us here that sometimes we leave our years of experience and our understanding of the real estate market to help guide them and say, hey, these are things you need to be thinking about. These are concerns that I have about if you do that and what could potentially happen. We leave that off the table. Because we don't want to disrupt the potential sale that's sitting in front of us, which it's funny because it actually can end up disrupting the sale that's sitting in front of us by you not giving your expertise. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, it's like, <laughs> what are we really disrupting? But we're starting to see this out here, Matt. And I think it's something we need to address, we need to talk about. And what is the benefit of putting it all on the table and being the expert in your years of experience? And is there any benefit of just kind of rolling in you know, with what your client wants 100% of the time. Yeah. And, and well, I also want to be clear that this doesn't mean that we're trying to create different decisions from clients, right? We're just no trying to create full clarity so that they can make 
a decision with all of that information. And even if you don't have years and years of experience, you have experience in training, you have experience in learning from other people in your office, you have experience with the people who can help you behind the scenes too. I mean, I when I first started in real estate, my manager helped me a ton to back up experience that I needed in having conversations with clients, right? I remember, Matt, there was agents in my office and my managing broker. I mean, I was what, months into the business. And I remember telling people when I would sit down to list their property, they would say, how long have you been in the business for? And I had to give that horrible answer of like, I've been licensed for like six months. But on the other side of it was that I have these people behind me that are my mentors and the people that I'm working with. And I have hundreds of years in real estate like in my back pocket that I have available to me right now. So even if you don't, you do. You just need to understand the value that you have around you. Everyone who's listening to this right now has years and years, maybe hundreds, maybe more, maybe less. You have a lot of years of experience in your back pocket right now. So if you listen to this podcast, I mean, you have us and then there's all the people that are behind us too in Ninja and you add all those people up together. I mean, you could, we definitely, we got hundreds, we got hundreds, (laughs) but it's not about the number of years necessarily either. It's not like someone's going to say, well, I'm not going to let you guide me because you don't have X number of years of experience. When, when we say share your years of experience and show it, we mean, you know, behind there that you're missing a question, that there's a conversation that you should probably be having with this client that we're not having because we're worried about maybe them not liking the result of that conversation, potentially, like a tough pricing discussion, let's say, right? Well, I don't I don't want to upset it. Like, you know, we're doing okay. The market's just slow. Maybe we're not really that overpriced. We can sit there. It's like, no, we need to have a conversation sharing all of the information so the seller can see, hey, where am I positioned in this marketplace at this price? What does the competition look like? What do the market trends look like? This is the conversation that should happen versus just, well, John down the street sold for X dollars. And so let's just list it there. So Matt, here, here's a prime example. I'll have a conversation with an agent and they will say, how many days on the market is too many days on the market right now? Because it used to be back, it used to be back down here where you could sell a property in three days and you had multiple offers. And now it's like, you know, everybody in the office is kind of saying, like, if it's been on for 30 days, like that's okay. Like that's an okay place. And my number one comment is is like, what does the seller need to do? <laughs> yeah. Like, I don't care what the marketplace in general is like, what their the, the threshold is of the market there right now, but I don't care about it. What I do care about is the seller that needs to get from point A to point B. And yeah, if they're sitting there and they're going like, we really don't care if we sell or not, we're just hoping we can get this price. And hey, are you willing to be my agent and see if we can get that price? You might be in the boat of tagging on a whole lot of days on market. Yeah. And that's if that's your decision, that's your decision, right? But if clarity is there, that's that's okay. Well, I'm not saying that that decision's okay. I'm just saying that situation, everybody knows what's going on. This is where you bring your years of experience and you say, okay, we need to be prepared then to hang out here for a lot. Like, don't expect that that price that we're going to have people jumping all over it and we're going to be... Now, at the same time, we can cause that to happen in any marketplace, by the way. And I, people have fought with me over this over the years, Matt, but... I've always said there is always a price where you'll create a feeding frenzy. And I'm not saying ever, 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 well, we just always want to create feeding frenzy. So price it low because I've had people get weird about that. 
What I'm saying is, is that if you have someone that needs to go, like if they need to be out of here, like by tomorrow, you can make that happen. I can, I can make any house sell in 24 hours. It's like the price is right. You know, when everybody's bidding high and you're like, oh, just $1 and <laughs> like bid as close as you can without going over. Well, if everybody's high, let's just list the house at a dollar and see what happens. Uh, you probably don't need to do that. And you'll probably end up with a lower number than you'd want if you do that. But you could do that and you would sell the property, right? And we're not saying to do that. But what we're saying is, is what does the seller need to do? And then you bring your years of experience and all this wealth of knowledge behind you to sit down and say, here's what your options are. Here's these different paths we can take. I can cause this to happen. We can also cause this to happen. We can also see if we can get as close to market value as possible. And here's what you need to be expecting about being at market value. If you need to sell faster than what the average market value time is selling at here right now, here's what we need to do to get you there. You bring all this with you and don't just be a yes man in fear that we're going to maybe lose the transaction. And that's what I'm seeing is they're not willing to have the tough conversation because what if they just want to go with another agent? I see this on the buy side too a lot, Garrett. Actually, right now in particular, because there is, you know, yes, there are those markets where it's like, oh gosh, this listing's sitting a little bit longer, but there's also more competition coming back. I'm hearing more and more multiple offers and things and buyers going into these situations or agents having buyers going into these situations with them where the buyer's really not prepared, right? And they're like, well, but I don't want to lose them because they'll go to somebody else if I, you know, really kind of try to drive them to get a pre-approval from my preferred lender. Or if we go through all of those 10 steps up front, they want to get into these homes and I'm just going to kind of roll with it on the way. And we don't need to go into a whole nother podcast on the importance of doing the upfront work because you can just go back and find them. We've done several, but that's where particularly you can find a lot of agents, particularly new agents too, because they also are worried that they don't have the years of experience by saying, oh, Mr. Garrett, you want to go see that house? Okay. Oh, you want to go see that house? Okay. And that, okay. And write this, okay. (laughs) And it's like, great. If you want to spend your time showing houses, wonderful. If you want to make a profession out of this, we need to have some conversations and bring the experience and knowledge that even if you're brand new, there's knowledge that you have. Because one, you're listening to this podcast, so you've probably picked up something somewhere along the way post-licensing that's ninja-related or some type of training. So you already have some experience. Lean into it. And this doesn't mean you're going to go to somebody and say, well, Garrett, you're wrong. Like, Listen to me, your agent, because I know what to do. It's please don't do that. Hey, Garrett, let's talk about that. We can certainly move ahead with going and seeing these homes, but if we find something that you really like and we're not really prepared to compete against somebody who is ready, who's pre-approved, has their checkbook, we could end up missing out on a home. You don't want that to happen, do you? Well, no, I don't want that to happen. Great. Well, should we talk about what we can do to make sure that doesn't happen? It doesn't take long. Okay, let's do that. So circle back around this in a different way too, is like when I look at parties that I want to refer in my life, yes, men and order takers are not typically the ones that I'm like, like, oh, that that is my trusted advisor when it comes around real estate. The ones that sit down with me in any area and say, okay, look, here's all the things we need to be paying attention to. You know, it's funny. I had a painter here come and give me an estimate on painting my house. And we have stucco on our house. We have direct exposure to the south, which we get blasted along our backside of our house. It just bakes during the summer. And it was a great conversation with him. And he's the most expensive painter that there is. 
And we sat there and he said, yeah, you could paint it with this paint that you're talking about. He goes, but I won't paint it with that paint. Like I won't do the job with that paint. So if you want to hire somebody else, you can do that. And he went into a full explanation about a certain type of paint and why it's the best one that we can put on our house for where we're at. And yes, it's more expensive, but the dude educated me to a point that I was like, this guy really knows what he's doing. And I trust him because of the amount of knowledge he's bringing and the and the care and concern that he has for my situation. And he's like, if you want to get on my schedule, I'll put you on the schedule. No, I haven't been, I'm not on yet, but no, I'm on I'm not on anybody's schedule right now. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, I'm not on anybody's schedule either. Gosh, and I need to be on schedules. <laughs> Someday we'll break into Matt's trials and tribulations <laughs> of, of house warranty work. <laughs> but with being that person that stops and asks those questions and really tries to figure out what these people are trying to accomplish and then give them all, here's the pluses and minuses of what you're asking me to do or the approach we're taking on this. They need to see the wins and the damage that can be caused. Yeah. Instead of just being like, a, okay, we can do that. Okay, we can do that. And then later be like, oh, I kind of knew that wasn't going to work. Or now you as the realtor have egg on your face because you're like, oh, crap. Right. Yeah, it's going to come back around to you. Here we are sitting with all these days on market. It always does. It's not a winning situation. And the core of this is the scarcity mindset, right? And yep. the challenge with this is the scarcity mindset is a complete illusion because you start to say, well, I, I can't lose this opportunity. So I'm going to just kind of do it this way so I don't lose the opportunity. The problem is, is the opportunity is not valid. So the scarcity mindset is ruining your ability to clearly evaluate what can actually be accomplished. How can we get somebody from point A to point B versus somebody who's not a buyer or who's not a seller? And so if we can acknowledge that anytime you feel scarcity mindset creeping in in terms of, I don't want to have this conversation with somebody, know that it is disrupting your ability to understand whether or not you can actually help this person. So we hold on to these opportunities in quotes that aren't opportunities. They're just people who want to hang out with a real estate agent potentially at that point. And I'm not saying that's what's going on in their head, but that's what ends up transpiring is like, you got a client, you got an agent, they go look at homes. They have a good time. They see homes for about a year or two years, and they don't buy anything. Cool. But even more, and I'm happy you brought the scarcity mindset because it's exactly what the root of the problem is. And let's say you do have a real buyer and you do have a real seller and you have this scarcity mindset, you can actually damage them yeah. by you just trying to get it to the closing table instead of actually sitting down with them and saying like, Let's do the best we possibly can here. Let's push this in this way. We can try this. We can do this. Here's an option of how we can handle these inspections. Yes, we could potentially make the seller upset or like we could potentially get all this stuff taken care of for you. And we have the power of doing that right now in this market. We can ask for a little bit more. Leaning in a little bit, but when you have that scarcity mindset in there, here you have this real buyer, real seller, and we're not leaning into some of these deeper questions and not pushing the envelope a little bit, which is going to work out financially better for the client that you're working with. Might also save them a ton of time, the things that they now have to deal with that could have been taken care of through the transaction. Like This is your chance to be a professional for them. And Matt, the scarcity mindset is the root of the all evil around this, because again, oh, yeah. 
you don't want to lose the chance because you need that deal. Yeah. And how many times have we heard clients say like, oh, I'm so happy that I let go of that deal or I had that conversation because now it's opened up all of these other opportunities for me? I mean, more than we can count. Yep. And scarcity really traps you. And it is the, it is evil, right? I mean, <laughs> if you want to go down that path, like it is. Yeah. And the abundance mindset is the complete opposite. And I understand where and you have to determine what type of business you're running, right? And I and I understand that there is, you know, some anxiousness about defending price and service and everything. But if you really stand your ground on this and and lean into your experience, your expertise, your knowledge, or the people around you who can support that, you're going to build a great reputation for yourself as well, which is going to attract better clientele. You're going to have people who come to you who want your process. They're going to ask for it. They're going to say, hey, I heard you have a great process with helping us become clear on what we need to do to buy a home, to sell this home versus, hey, can you list my house for me? Because like that's, I mean, that's a great question. I mean, we'd all be happy if someone just came to us and said, hey, can you list my house? Absolutely, I can. But imagine if someone came to you and said, hey, Garrett, can you help me sell my home? I heard you have a wonderful process to make sure that we do it the right way. Like music to somebody's ears, right? So going, I'm I'm still stuck on the scarcity mindset here for a second, and the and the reason I am is that I started to sit here and think about it. Like if you take somebody extreme abundance, let's just go there. We have somebody who's in extreme abundance, and we have somebody who's in extreme scarcity. And if you look at those two different people, the extreme abundance person, they are willing to have the difficult conversations. They are because it doesn't matter. Yeah. It's, it's okay. My job is to give you the best service possible. And if this is not the right time for you, it's not the right time for you. At the same time, if I can give you the tools to d- have a, a bigger success than just the success that you're going to have right here, like even take it to another level, I'm willing to have that conversation with you because it's it's a bigger story. Scarcity, if you go to completely other side, if you've ever watched people that are really in our, we've we've known them for a long time, let's say they're good people, we've had great relationships with them, and then you watch them do things like lie, cheat, or steal, and you go, just doesn't, that just doesn't add up. Like that's just not who that person is. That's not who I've known them as for years. That's scarcity, by the way. <laughs> oh yeah. You get down into core, core, core scarcity of being able to survive, being able to pay your mortgage, being able to make your car payments, being able to put food on the family for your kids. That will make people do weird stuff. And they are not in the best intention a lot of times of everybody else at that point in time. They're in survival mode. And survival mode means I'm not watching out for all my people up here. So it's a good thing to acknowledge of where we're at, especially in the industry and the time frame that we're kind of going through is there are some people that are having less transactions than they had the year before. Um, there are some people that are having maybe the worst year they've ever had in the real estate business. And I'm going to encourage you, really watch your mindset of where you go through this right now, because your goal is to stay in the abundance mindset, which sometimes takes some work. It takes some self-talk, it takes some affirmations, it takes a lot of gratitudes, takes a lot of stuff. It, sometimes it takes readjusting your lifestyle and your baseline to put yourself into a place where you're you're taking yourself out of scarcity to allow yourself to be in an abundant mindset. Maybe you can't go out to dinner every single night because that is causing you to be in a place that is uncomfortable financially or whatnot. 
you need to put yourself into a spot where it's like, okay, I can be the best for my clients. They need that right now. That's what somebody needs is a good, solid, trusted advisor that's going to be there for them. Well, I'll say this too, Garrett. The abundance mindset breeds consistency, right? And it breeds continuity in service. Because I used to work with some agents that you know would never held back information on listing consults because they wanted listings signed before they gave all the goods away, right? Like, well, I, we can show you the detailed marketing plan when when you sign, right? And it's like, well, I got it right here in the sealed envelope. You put your name on that piece yeah. of paper. I show you what's in here. We open it up. <laughs> that would be be something else. And it's incredible, by the way. And what happens there? I'd put a light inside of it, Matt. I would have it glowing. It's like, <laughs> like, sorry, you can talk. I apologize. <laughs> <laughs> well, that breeds inconsistency. Scarcity mindset breeds, oh, I got to do this and this, and everything's different for every single person. Whereas abundance mindset is, I have a process. This is the way I do it. I'm going to do it the same every single time with every single person because I know it works. Some will use it, some won't. But you're consistent, which saves you time, saves you so much time. And so that's the cool thing about the abundance mindset is it drives consistency it drives consecutive action where it's da, 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 whereas scarcity drives inconsistency. Oh gosh, we didn't do this. And oh, I can't start over with that person. Can I? And like you have everybody at, through different things. So if you feel like your business is like a piece of sheet music written in staccato, da, 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 you might be in a bit of scarcity mindset. I'm not saying that staccato music is scarcity is wonderful, but if it's if you have your business running in harmony, you might be in an abundance mindset. And that's what we want to get to, where everything flows from one thing to another with ease. Well, and I've been going back for about the past year now saying, I started off, my verbiage about a year ago was, we are coming into one of the best referral-based relationship marketplaces I have ever seen. And I have been saying that over and over and over again, beating up the people that I coach with that message. like We need to pay attention. This is the best referral relationship marketplace we're coming into right now because of the change of the market, because of what we're seeing going on. We're in it right now. We are in one of the best referral relationship marketplaces I have ever seen because when there is uncertainty, when there is scarcity, when there is this, like, what do we do? How do we get through this process right now? Not all homes are just selling when they hit the market. And you know, there's still not a ton of inventory out there. It's, it's just kind of a weird kind of place. I am watching, Matt, you're watching it. People have the most tremendous years they've ever had. I just got off the phone yesterday with a wonderful agent and she was sharing with me that she has hit her goal that she said at the beginning of the year already. We're sitting here in July and she's accomplished her goal. She beat out one of the top teams in her office She's like, nobody ever beats them because that's like an impossible feat. But it's like this referral relationship side. Uh, another gentleman I just spoke to the other day, he's having a record year for himself right now. And you look at it and he's been building these incredible relationships and these incredible working partners over the years. I look at this and go, the abundance side and being in that mindset and being able to support these people right now, this is one of the most amazing, fascinating markets I've seen in a long time. It really is. That will allow you to sell more real estate than you've ever sold ever, ever, ever. But you've got to be treating these people right. 
You got to be their trusted advisor. You got to be coming from an abundance mindset because otherwise your scarcity mindset scares people that are already somewhat frightened about how they're going to get from point A to point B. Your abundance mindset brings confidence. It brings clarity. Your expertise is there. You need to be that for people right now. Yeah. If you're worried about losing an opportunity because you're going to show your experience and have some challenging conversations, know that on the other side of that, they're thinking, man, you know, my realtor is not really doing a lot other than what I tell them to do. And that can probably drive more people away than you can attract. I can go find that anywhere, Matt, by the way. (laughs) Yeah. If I want an order taker, I can find one of those pretty easily. I can't find the expert person that's my trusted advisor everywhere right now, which again, it you have opportunity in front of you. Everybody listen to this. There's an yeah. amazing opportunity right now. It's incredible. Yeah. So, well, guys, show up, share your experience, connect with your people in a professional way where you can guide them. And if they make a decision that you're like, all right, that's probably not going to lead to where they want to go, then you have a choice to make at that point. And that's a whole different discussion. At least let them know. At least let them know. Yeah. Like, hey, here's what it is. Here's the potential. And it's not like you're reading the future here either. You're just showing, hey, here's all of the information to show you what's going on so you can make the best decision here. Not, oh, yeah, we'll just do whatever you say. So good topic, Garrett. Good topic. Guys, thanks so much for listening to us. As always, we so appreciate you very much appreciate the messages and all of the different you know niceties that you say and also the constructive criticism as well. We do really actually appreciate that because it helps us make sure... I erase that. Yeah, Garrett deletes it. I, I read it. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it does help us make sure we deliver a really great product for you here, which is what we want to do. So... If you haven't joined our Facebook group, head over to Facebook and search for The Ninja Selling Podcast. You'll find it there where we post all of our episodes. So you can comment on our episodes right there because I know depending on what platform you don't, you can't really comment on episodes. But if you are on a platform that allows you to leave a review, we do read those too. So we would love to hear from you on those things. It also helps kind of the show's exposure if you want to kind of share it out a little bit. But if you want to learn more about Ninja, as Garrett said at the beginning, head over to ninjaselling.com. And if you're looking for a coach, click on that coaching button there and we can connect you with some amazing rock star ninja coaches because this entire team is really fantastic. Really is. No bias there at all either. I picked them all. I have no bias at all. I picked them all. They're they're incredible. (laughs) (laughs) Which I got to say real quick, because I don't do any of that. You know, for the, for those of you who don't know, I am a coach. So technically, I work for Garrett. But Garrett has a great process of finding coaches, and not just anyone can become a ninja coach. He has a great process putting through people, make sure they know ninja, that they know how to coach somebody too, because there's those are two different things. And if you combine them together, it's a superpower, which is really cool. So my process is called the gauntlet, and it it's not fun, <laughs> and it does show up that way. So. <laughs> Well, guys, appreciate you so very much. Thanks for tuning in. And we will talk to you and see you. Well, I guess hear us. you'll hear us on the next episode. Yeah. See y'all later. Thank you, everyone. If you enjoyed today's episode and would like more, visit us at the ninjasellingpodcast.com. There you will also find links for more information about ninja selling and coaching. Have an incredible day.